table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello, welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Call in 404 We're also live on Periscope as well as Facebook. Uh, let us know how you feel about Patrick Mahomes' uh, largest sports deal ever in history. Um, Hit the music in the background. <laughs> That's how he feel. Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. COVID ain't a thing. <laughs> ain't none of it a thing right now. Um, also, how you feel about Major League Baseball? Uh, we got a date, but a lot of players are backing out, especially right here in Atlanta. Get the get the get the Triple A guys. Triple A is closed. We'll call them up, you guys. They need, <laughs> then they, even more so. They need help. They need some money. It's a pool of sixty players they get to choose from. Yeah, yeah. call them up. So that's it, though. Instead of the thousands, yeah, just go go down to uh, go up to uh, where's the um, Gwinnett. Gwinnett Gwinnett Braves? Go get them. A couple of young guys over there I seen play. They ready. Uh, call us up if your feelings about MLS and now two teams and one prominent team has decided not to. Play this year. The whole team has decided not to play. COVID, <laughs> COVID nineteen. Thought it was done. Let us know how you feel about the NBA and whether the players should have uh, Black Lives Matter themes on the back of their jerseys. Yes, <laughs> you already know how I feel about that one. And um, what else? You, we got? you ain't got to the big one. You ain't got to the HTTR. And, and in the NFL, also, this guy to my left, your right. Um, his Washington Red Tails. Can't say the names no, no more. No, can't say the name. The the Red Tails is what I'm gonna call them for now. Renegades, Warriors, <laughs> Generals, Indians. Americans, Indians. Yeah. No, no, they can't be the Washington Indians. Uh, too much like Cleveland. Also in baseball. So what? How you feel about Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in PGA, uh, let us know your thoughts about uh, Bryson Chambo and the Chambo. And how he is driving the ball will that hold up much longer? Uh, driving the ball 350 yards, uh, even despite winning. But we'll begin with. Uh, let's start with NFL. Let's start with uh, your HTT. We don't know what the R is going to be right now. We're going to be saying a slur for a long, long time. So I'm going to say that I'm start off with this. So I am. I understand the hypocrisy I'm about to kind of talk you about. You are hypocritical is yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and first thing, the first part is This the, is nothing new. No, I'm, not, I'm not hypocritical. This is nothing new. I'm he not, is hypocritical. <laughs> I'm not hypocritical. <laughs> I, I, I understand, obviously, 
being a black man and understanding what slurs mean and things of that nature. And so here comes that big B U T. No, 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 no. So you, you're gonna be surprised what I'm about to say. So I get it. So, what? No, no. I and I. But no, 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 not a but. Because what I'm not gonna do today is have this second argument. I'm not gonna have the argument that people say, well, if we you know you say Black Lives Matter, somebody says All Lives Matter. I'm not gonna have the argument if you say raise the minimum wage, then somebody says, well, can they be able to, or can they be able to handle the middle, you know, the the, the increase of the uh, uh, minimum wage? I'm not gonna have a second argument to the actual point that's trying to be made. So the point that's being, but what we have realized over the last three to four weeks is. People normally don't do things that they want to. They, they, they normally don't do the right thing out of the kindness of their heart. But what they will do is something that will affect their bottom line in their pocket. So we've seen it already in I mean, NASCAR. That, that's, a, that's a given. But a lot of people don't understand that, you know, they don't understand the power that you have once you apply that type of economic pressure. So we've seen it with NASCAR and not so much, not so much, um, um, a segment of the viewing population that they really didn't consider before period because they've had certain things on the books that they never enforced but what they did realize was the the the, the tides and the cheerios and the and the sponsors was going to pull so you come to the to the washington can't say the whole name now <laughs> you come to the washington the team that plays in dc the nfl team in dc, DC that you come to them and you have the sponsor that owns the stadium or has the rights to the name of the stadium FedEx. basically says we're going to pull it and you're going to have to it's not only just uh him um what's it um was it smith? smith is the owner of the fedex isn't he he's a minority owner he's a minority owner mm-hmm. There's a Rothman and Shar is the other three Correct. that are 40% business owners of the Washington Red Tails. Yes. So you so you have individuals who can now apply not just public pressure, because that public pressure has been on the on Washington for, it's for been there. years it's now. It's been for, off and on for a while. For we, but now you've now they've applied financial the pressure. financial pressure. And the reason why they're applying the financial pressure because you can't have, again, you can't have FedEx saying on one side we support black Lives matters we support in, but uh, yet, equality we, we support um, justice in, and, in, in, and well, equality equalities across the, across the board but then turn around on the other hand and yeah. have a stadium or, or or sponsor a team that has racial a slurs. racial slur so we get it i get it i understand um we've been to arizona we've talked to <laughs> Big Chief, you know literally, what I mean? Literally, literally, literally. Uh, uh, in, uh, gentleman, you know, chief of uh, of, of his um, tribe. his tribe. Um, we didn't have this conversation, his name but was Paul. we didn't have this conversation about how they felt about teams and you know and their mascots. But just to have a conversation with someone um, of of that group, and if you did not know he was an Indian, it didn't matter because we were talking about everything: sports, <laughs> golf, the football everything. game that was going on. Right. You know, we was in, in town for the uh, Fiesta Bowl. So, you know, it was like, hey, when you got time, if you are here long enough, hit me up and come come, come to the reservation. You know what right. I mean? It was that type of, uh, of of atmosphere. So, but honestly, this is simple. And then I'm done. And when I say simple is... Change the name, yes or no? Yeah, change the name. To what? 
I don't know. Whatever tribe you want to consider. I I, I don't you know. You want to keep it with the uh, uh, Indian yeah, base y- name? Yeah, you, you got to keep it with an Indian base name. Um, that has not been any of the suggestions and I've that seen is right. so far. And so, and so his, but here's the other slope that I don't want, that I can see happening based on how Washington changes their name. And this is the part I was talking about. I don't want to have the second argument. So what do you? I don't want to hear. What do you do about the Cleveland Indians? What do you well, do they've about? They've already said that they are talking about changing the name. But I'm gonna go. What do you do about all the schools? What do you do well, about Florida State? I, is I have not heard an issue. one. I've heard one uh, Native American based name, the Red Hawks. I thought that was a bird. That is not a. That's not a bird. So. I, I have, and that keeps with the R. Yeah, and, that's and you keep the letter R. R. Yeah, I, I think that was one of the main things that if you did change it, you want to keep with the R, so you can keep the hashtag HTTR. And a lot of the the merchandise isn't has the R. Red letter, yeah, yeah. So now, and I, I honestly th- going back to the financial thing, yeah. Nike on their website and everywhere pulled, else has pulled, pulled everything pulled all merchandise yeah. off the online and in stores. So now what this does, so. They also want to change the logo. Again, I think that's something that, again, Washington just needs to say, hey, go to whatever tribe or tribes and have a conversation. They've done that before. But the problem is, the problem is Snyder and in, I think it was 2013, he was adamant, I'm not changing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 2017 came back. Instead of saying, we'll sit down and discuss it, that would have been okay, and reportedly he has sat down and discussed it with some people. Obviously, some are opposed, some are, are apathetic about it. But when you got enough people who are opposed to it, that's when you have to, to make the change. But it's his attitude about it that has been the damning thing of it, I, no, and, and, I, and which is why the the three minority owners who own forty percent of the company want to pull out. Well, like, why would you want to pull out of a three billion dollar? Was it three point six billion dollars? Yeah, I think yeah. they're worth now. As, as, as why gar- would I want as to- garbage as we've been over the last twenty some <laughs> right. odd years? We're still a top ten franchise as far as when it comes to merchandise why do you being want to sold pull out of that? and and what and is it's worth so and hard to buy in. You and that's the other thing because it's so hard to buy into an NFL team to even be a minority owner. There weren't a lot of people on board to be like, oh, as soon as he buys it, as soon as it's sold, I want to buy it. Well, so we saw with the uh, Donna Sterling. Okay, with the Clippers. When, with the Clippers, right. When he was about to be ousted, so many people stepped up and said, hey, I want to buy it. And the, the same thing, the Clippers with the um, Washington Red Hawks, we'll call them now. So many people were saying, hey, I want to buy it. I want a piece of the NBA, even though the Clippers have sucked for years. So, like you said, with the Redskins, last week was 93. Yeah. Still, nobody's coming forward to say, I want to join, I want to be a part of this and buy it. Because the NFL is right now, as much as money as they make from a PR standpoint, the NFL is still, and this is why I've been saying for the last few weeks, it's I don't care. It's partly the owner, too. Because well, no, yeah. you don't want to buy into something where it's going to be a bunch of headaches and yeah, problems yeah, yeah. and stuff. No, no, no. And uh, you got to keep a lot of revisiting the, this. A lot of it's the owner. A lot of it's <laughs> the owner. But also a lot of it is, too, depending on who you are and who you want to buy. Do I want to buy into the NFL right now with all the PR backlash they have? They're still going to have problems with the Colin Kaepernick. They're going to still have... You're going to see the ugly head, the ugly head of a lot of stuff but you want to make stuff. money i know I <laughs> and at the end of the day for 99 percent of them it's about making money regardless to how the socialism or 
the racial aspects or the inequality. It's about making money at the end of the day. If you can stand to make money, you're going to join unless there's a problem with management. And that but, management is Daniel but, Snyder. But, but if you... But, some some things you want to do publicly and some things you want to do quietly, depending on who you are. But I, I get it all. But a lot of it is, is it is just Snyder himself. If he's going to still be the guy that that at the end of the day at says the the no day. or says yes to checks how chess get cut and, and who makes moves there and there, here and there. Um, again, I feel as a as as a lifer, I've been a fan of Washington since fifth grade. Fourth grade, fifth grade, around there. That's how long. Um, I cousin played um, for the. See? I'm gonna say it. For, for the. Mm-mm-mm. No. Paid for the. No, there you see. Which we're not gonna, No, no, we're gonna bleep that out. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, you said it earlier too. I huh? did not. I yeah, have not did. said it. Yeah, I have did. not. You did say it. Go back. Run that back. You can run it back. Run it back. I have not. You want to put something on it? Put something on it. You read. You said it earlier. <laughs> but I had some. I had family member that played part of the um, the the Super Bowl teams in in the late '80s um, on the other side of Art Monk, Charlie Brown. Look him up, number eighty-seven. Um, and so um, I get it, but I, I get everything that's going on and the change that's going to happen. I still feel at the end of the day, though, that. They should have, this is the time to now, like everything else that's going on, if you're going to make a connection, make a connection with with the the that community, the Native American. And not just pandering, because that's what a lot's going on right now. Some stuff right now is going on pandering. Be sincere about it. So you change the name, set up some foundations, pay into them. Because believe it or not, once you start doing homework on the Native Americans, as, as an African American, we have it bad. They have it three times is worse. If you go you go on to most of their reservations, they have uh, alcohol alcohol, alcohol problem because all their resources have been taken away. Um, education is at, at an all-time low. Um, One of the things, though, I will say is, and I don't know if this has changed, but they were allowed to go to any college that they wanted to free. When they were provided reservation, they were allowed to have a casino on it to make money. Hold on, hold on. They were allowed to have a casino on it to make money. And this is going back to reparations, which blacks have never had. That's one. You were allowed to go to any college you wanted to free. Everything paid for. Now, I understand that, yes, land has been taken and everything. But at least they got those two things. Unless that has changed in the last five years, they've been allowed to at least do that. And I and so, so I'm not, I wouldn't, so I wouldn't not, go, no, don't go far. I say three no, times. No, better. I'm gonna have my second argument now, right now. We didn't. Prov- they didn't get provided a stream for businesses to come and things of that nature. They got provided the wor- one of the worst things that you could give to a person: alcohol and gambling. This is what this is what got put on their land: breweries and gambling. And they don't even have control of the brewery, and they really don't have control. Of, of of the casinos. So I got I got individuals whose land got taken away, and then I get them drunk, and then whatever money they make, they gonna they gonna wind up they they're gonna wind casino, up gambling though. away. They're they're owners of the casino though. Okay, name, what, 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 name no what what black person has been given anything of ownership? I, I'm gonna ask I'll you. Wait. Na- name me the casino that I'll they own. Wait. 
All the ones that's on reservation. Name one that you go to, that, that people go to right gamble. now. I no, don't gamble. I know, so I no, I'm know. just saying, if you say casino, <laughs> most folks will be able to tell you, even here, if I go out to the mountains or if I go to, you know, to North Carolina, but most of the casinos people talk about, if I go down to New Orleans, uh, Haraz, or if I go out to Vegas, all the casinos there. Mm. Ain't nobody talking about I'm going to the the, the reservation to, to 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 spend a weekend in, in the gamble. It's not. Okay, they own it, but ain't nobody going there. <laughs> and it's in the middle. It's, it's, you, you, ain't no flights going one, there. One or two in specific. No, I'm talking about all of them. If, no. they, if they own them and they're so profitable... In general, even if you don't gamble, you should be able to name a casino and be like, oh, yeah, you know, Native Americans own that casino. The thing is, you cannot sit there with a straight face and say it's three times better. No, I'm not saying it three times you better. I said three times said worse. Three times better. No, three times. As, as bad as we have it, I believe they have it worse. Three they times almost, worse. They almost got wiped worse. out. They did. This is true. And, but and what, but and, they have been provided things that we... There's some things on the books that we don't but, have. Granted. You can't sit up here and say, I want to go to to Yale for four years free. I know. You can't sit here and say, I want to go to Howard. Let me tell you. You can't sit up here and say, let, I want to go to USC free of charge for four years. Let, let, me, let, me, let me. Can you do that? In, in my opinion. Let can me, you do that? Yes or no? No. Okay. In, in, in my opinion, let me tell you why I say they have it three times worse. As bad as we have it, I don't see I don't see African Americans running around and say, you know what, man, I wish I was Indian. I, other than wanting to have Hawaiian silky hair, I don't see us running around talking about we want to be Indian. We got enough on our place as it is. I, I just I, but I'm just saying if you're talking about the one thing I do see us running around is trying to be Caucasian, but I don't see us running around talking about you know what, let me get in on this. On this Indian, they got it pretty good over there. They got a couple more things that we got. I don't see nobody run over there trying to and raise their hand saying, "You know what? I wish I was." There. As of 2011, okay. there are 460 gambling operations run by 240 tribes with a total annual total annual revenue of 27 billion dollars. Go, go live in North and South Dakota and uh, Minnesota, the farthest away from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Wyoming and Alaska. And there are also high numbers of depression, a high of, of people who are depressed and commit suicide. That's what I was saying earlier. So yeah, I, 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 it's it doesn't it doesn't make sense for anyone who actually has said that. I have never heard that, but it. I haven't either. It's I, I, I haven't heard. You know, that's what I. They got it better. Granted, there might be some economic things that they have been afforded that we haven't been, but I don't see on either so side. So they have it better or worse? I still think they got it worse. You just said better. No, no, I never said. I, I, you just said no, they I, have it I better. No, I said they have it worse. I'm saying not, you, you're saying it's you better, see. and I'm saying I don't see African-Americans running time I want to be Indian because they got it better. As now, far as reparations there's some, are concerned. There's some more. There, there's some, obviously some more education we need to do, and maybe they do have some things that are that are better than what we have, or have some lanes that are better. But if they got twenty seven billion dollars a year and, and, and revenue, annual revenue. revenue, and they can't force one team, one team to change the name until FedEx decided to do it, that tells me how much power they really got. Because well, if, the they, if they're sponsored. if they're being, I think it's looked at as if they're being given that money, then. They don't have a say because it's like there. It's something that's being given to them. It's not something that 
the federal government has had has to do. So they really don't have a say. They, no, but you still get so that much money in annually in revenue. It don't matter. I mean, it, it, that it. That's just from the casino. I'm not talking about what's given to them, i.e., Florida State, which is one of the reasons why Florida State is not a big issue. Now that they're doing a tomahawk chop, that be that. That's dicey because even the Braves have had issues with that, uh, particularly this past season. Well, in the playoffs, no, last season they the stopped playoffs, it for one game. Well, they stopped it for one game because it was seen as offensive. Now the, the name Braves itself is not, which is why there is no big deal about the Braves changing their name. But Florida State once again, they spoke down with the. Um, they've the tribe had, that they spoke, they've had, they've they had, contribute they've had to the tribe. Yeah. They had conversations. Make they make sure that when um, and I can't think of his name now, the the Indian chief that comes in and does the spirit that is done in a proper manner. They make sure someone that you know oversees all of that to make sure that there's no problems with it. So the Washington Red Hawks should do the same thing. And, that's, and, I've, and I've, change the name and make sure that, you know, everybody's you, okay you with have, it. You sit down and, and make it public and, and whichever tribe you decide to go with or multiple of tribes, I don't know, however you want to do it, and have the conversation, make it public, make sure everybody says, you know what, we're in agreement. There is no issues or whoever that body of individuals are for that particular community. And again, like I said, not just that, then go ahead and make it be known whatever you do moving forward, proceeds and things of that nature go to help them. But for Snyder to be so adamant about never, 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 to now even consider it, Goes back to again, he's the seen financial. his money walk out the door. Is about, right. With the with the the Braves name, I think it's like maybe not the right people who are offended, or it's or people don't. But like this, I went to West Georgia, right? And when I got there, the mascot was the Braves, but because it was looked at as offensive, and then there was a the deal with the the mascot controversy as far as with college sports. It was eventually changed to the wolves, so there it's the West Georgia Wolves now. So I think like maybe like the not the right people are saying anything, or the the right people aren't offended enough to where it becomes a big deal again. Well, the Braves have gone away from the logo too of the the, the, the Indian, Indian on the there baseball, and everything. They yeah. don't do that as yeah. much. They even changed the mascot. So yes, maybe it for to that point. Maybe because the mascot was more offensive and it was tied to Braves that it was like, hey, let's just change the name completely. As opposed to the Braves removing the mascot and making it just Braves and, you know, leaving everything else the same. I also will say, and I could, I could be wrong about this, but I, I'm blue, so I think Daniel Snyder is looking to get a, a new stadium. And so, well, if you know, real quick, if you get a new stadium, get the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he ain't gonna, he, he will not be able to get a new stadium as long as the name is, is the way it is. So is the he, what? Is what it is. You know. What? <laughs> he's not, he's not gonna I almost get, got him. He's not I almost gonna, got him. He's not gonna get me. Huh? I mean, isn't that? Is Washington D.C. a little too far north? Well, no, it's not even D.C. It's in Arlington. No. It's in Landover. Well now, well yeah. yeah, but it won't. Whatever they build, it won't be in DC. It'll be. But that's still is that still too far north? No, they had it in New York. It was just thankful that they yeah, didn't one have a time. Snowstorm. It took like fifty years to get to New York. But if you get a new stadium, you get a Super Bowl. It, it don't matter no more. It, 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 that's the rules. Yeah, that's the rules. Seattle's never hosted it. 
They stadium ain't new. Right. It, it was new. It was new. Twelve years ago, when they yeah. were actually, they were still doing. I mean, but that wasn't no, that wasn't they, part of the. Uh, that part, they they didn't get like Detroit. Detroit in. got one, and it, it, because it's a dome. But Seattle was around the same time, and because they're outside. No, no, it was Seattle. That was afterwards. So when um, Goodell said, basically, if you get a new stadium, Seattle already had theirs. It was already there. They, it was new enough, but it I think it's because it. it's outside. It's one part of the deal. Like Detroit and Minnesota got one because they're playing in a dome. New York, because someone just thought it was a good idea. Like, oh, it, it, like weather might affect the game, and it really didn't. But, but I think in it, Landover, Maryland, it might snow. It, but, it, but, but it may it. not. It'll that's be chilly. A risk. It's a, it's, oh, well. That's a risk. It'll be Listen, another But that's a risk you're still taking in a place like Seattle, too. We had an ice storm here, and we were inside, and still didn't get through the game. Cause can't no no one know how to drive in '97. The reason why I didn't come back to Atlanta for all those years was because it was inside because they knew the city couldn't handle inclement weather in February. And it wasn't a new stadium. Then now you got a new stadium, yeah. Right. So they because the, when all of this came about, you had to have uh, so many seats, yeah. and you have to have literally so many bathrooms, like everything. You have to have so many concessions. And most of the older stadiums don't have that. So to this is a corporate thing. The Super Bowl is not for regular fans. It's not for, it's the, not for the play. I mean, it is for corporations. Just like college bowl games aren't for the fans. Nah, it's for yet. the corporations, <laughs> yeah. right. So the corporations have to be covered. Oh, going to buy yeah. up most of the seats and whatnot. Uh, so if that's the case, if he's looking for a new stadium, he's not going to get that passed by the, by, at no level. You know what I mean? As you go through to get the get the stadiums passed for, you know, you're gonna need grants and and loans and all you know all that's gonna want a lot of it's get is paid by local taxpayers' money and whatnot. He's not gonna with all this hanging over it. He's not gonna be able to get that either. So he has several different reasons. Now he's gonna if he does it, he winds up winning. Two reasons: all your old merchandise now becomes worth more than what it was because you changed the name. Yeah. And then you, um, everybody got to buy the new stuff. <laughs> it's still sad that he might still get a new stadium, and Al and, Davis never did. And if he gets a new stadium, he well, wins there know. too. That so Al my, Davis, Raiders isn't offensive. We could say Raiders. No, on I'm the just air. saying it's Al Davis though. Al well, Davis, Al Davis in the, in the and NFL the had had, they, had, they, they, yeah. they had bump heads anyway <laughs> all the time because Al Davis felt he was above the NFL. But between him and the city of Oakland, they never got him a new stadium. No. Yeah, they didn't have no new bathrooms for the long They were still playing on a baseball field yeah, until yeah. last year. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, also, NFL, um, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, reportedly thought it was going to be 459 $503 million for 10 years with uh, 477 guaranteed and what they call mechanisms where he can opt out if those guarantees aren't exercised. Here's my question to you. And Andy got it's nothing about Patrick Mahomes. Dak Prescott. Now do you understand why he was fighting for his money? Fighting, you know what I mean? Cause now the every he team get, he can't get it, no, no, I know, but I'm saying now every team is like, all right, dang it, whoever's the next guy. So the next guy, it's not Dak. The next guy would be in Baltimore, um, Lamar. Lamar. So Lamar can get them to a Super Bowl. He he's gonna be. Well, the, the next guy to get a contract is probably gonna be Deshaun Watson. Well, one or of them Deshaun two. Watson. Yeah. 
Because Wat- Watson was in the same bad, draft. draft. Yeah. And then probably at the end of next year, no matter what happens with Baltimore, then Lamar. we'll look at Lamar Jackson. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm asking that is now do you see when people are like, take the money, um, Dak, take the money, Dak. Dak's like, I know this guy here is about to raise the bar. Let me get my money now because I, I, I won't have. Well, now of, we know how much Dak is going to get. Yeah. He won't get the $50 million a year that Mahomes is going to get. But now he might get closer to forty, yeah, which, which is what, what he, he was wanted for. What he wanted to begin with. <laughs> when they could have got, because I think it was what thirty-eight, around thirty-eight was the last. You the, cow, you the cowboy, down. you the cowboy guy, Greg. It yeah. was like thirty-three. Thirty-three. I don't think it never got higher than thirty-three. He didn't get higher than thirty-three. It, it wasn't. So he wanted thirty. There was no that offer was? that showed that it was he was going to be the highest paid yeah. at that point because the highest was thirty-five. Mm-hmm. So right. they offered him thirty-three, and he wanted. Almost Between 40. 38 and 40. Okay, yeah. he wanted 38. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. So he wanted 38. Now it looks like he'll going to get 38. Because that still not even comes close to this. I, I don't know. I'm the Kyle. He won't get more than 40. We, we do know that. I think the, the worry is also that this is, for Dak, it will be, outside of the, the franchise tag, all new money. Mm-hmm. With Mahomes, the new money starts yeah. in 2022. Yeah. Right. So they can still pay whoever if they want to, you know, what you do what we have a young quarterback, quarterback you pay around. your defense. Yeah, yeah. And then at, and then in 2022, that's when you will see the effect that it actually has. So it's two years down the line. But with that, it's all new money now. So are they how do you build a team when you got when you gotta pay your quarterback all that new money right now the I, was gotta, bad, get out. I was just about to say uh, still, did it. they still gotta pay uh <laughs> still got, they're gonna pay Jayla Smith they're gonna play pay Vander Esch they just paid uh Lawrence uh if haha Clinton Dix plays well yeah. do you give him an extension yeah you got to and you just paid Amari Cooper you you already paid Zeke, Zeke but yeah. how's that gonna affect the the franchise tag going forward yeah. so it's um, it, it's iffy for the Cowboys for a, some different reasons. I just want people to understand why Dak. Both people are like, man, you should have signed thirty three. You not whatever. But, but I- logistically, it's like, what do you just let him? You just let a twenty six year old quarterback hit the free agent market. When when if he's played well enough for you, do you just let him go? It's looking like what Cowboys are saying. I mean, it's not like he played like. No, I, like Jameis Winston, I can't, I can't, and even that's still questionable that they that the Bucks let Jameis walk. I can't believe I'm sitting here yeah. advocating for a Cowboy fan <laughs> or a Cowboy player. I actually, at the end of the day, no. Do you? I think he's worth forty million. No, but market I, value is you got to pay him that dog. But I understand. Yes, I understand the market value. But I also feel that there there's ways to make the money work. One, you're the number one franchise in the NFL as far as producing money off your jerseys, sales, all that kind of stuff. Um, so there's ways to make him happy on the back end. There's also ways of um, going ahead and understanding that you paid a guy, the previous quarterback, you paid him with no question, and he only won one playoff game. And I got a guy sitting here who's won two, and in his you know less than three years has – Two winning seasons. Yeah. Both of them double digit seasons. Two out of the three. So, um, and I you could almost argue 
for his, you could argue for him, but also against him, not having Zeke hurt him and, you know what I mean, and helped him, you know, to a degree. You got every quarterback needs a running game. So I don't care how good of a quarterback you Unless are. Unless you Russell Wilson. He's the <laughs> running game, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But even, but no, but even with Russell Wilson going down this year, you realize when they didn't have no running back and they had to go to an old off the bit, off the couch uh, Marshawn Lynch, it affected Russell, too. Even as good as he as he was, but it I'm still saying, affected him. They had him. nobody running back, and he was still able to make the playoffs. No, I, I get that. I, There's, I mean, but there is that, that one exception, and yeah. he is that one so, exception. I'm just saying that argument as far as Zeke not being there could be used against him or can be used to, to, it, to help facilitate. It all depends on what side. If you for Zeke, you can make it. Yeah. If you for that, like, yeah. you can make a case but, for that. But what, I, but what I'm saying, $35 million is what would have had him to sign for two or three years. What's $2 million to the Cowboys? Even with everything you just said, Greg, about all this. Between a 4.0 and a 4.6. 20 to 40 grand. Listen, listen. <laughs> then you're just going to have to lose one or two, uh, one or two rovers. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, you there's a way to make the, make the money work. There's ways to make the money work. Dak ain't and got leather, though. You still got a rover. <laughs> and, the way, and the way the corona going down there, them thoughts don't care. <laughs> but they still coming over. They still anyway. coming over. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they still, they still. It's a Roma, baby. They still coming over. So I just feel it's more to it than just the money with the Cowboys. It's more to it when it comes to Dak. So I can understand why Dak was like, you know what? If yeah, you- but for Dak though, he he's gonna get the number that he wanted to now. Because I don't think so. I, I think, think so. I think they're gonna let him ride. No. I think they go. They're not going France. So if they go, he's eight, gonna get closer to that thirty-eight. If they go nine and seven this year and don't make the playoffs, or even if they go and nine and seven, we'll, and, we'll find out in what ten days. Because the, the I think the the last day to sign the long term deal is the fifteenth. Yeah. So nine. Yeah. Days. Right. Right. Nine days. Yeah. I don't think so. They done had three years almost. They gonna ride it. the season out and see what happens. Yeah. Which means he's out, in my opinion. I mean, he's in a Kirk Cousins type of situation yeah. at best. Well, he could go somewhere else and possibly get paid. But again, if he does go somewhere else, the the market is the set. set now. Yeah. Well, well, they can. I, they nobody can, else would get the five hundred million because they can franchise tag him again, though. Then, then and then and they'll probably, even though it, the price is going to go up, they might be more willing to do that for so one year. So they'd be willing to franchise him show for up, one though. year and give him 50 million? But that won't show up though. If, 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 if that's what it ends up again. being, it'll probably, it'll, well, I think the salary cap's going to go down. So I think it's probably going to be like, like 40, 42. For one year. For one year. Yeah, but Dak is not going to get franchised again. The only so. people who get franchised twice are like uh, yeah. defensive ends that have done it, some linebackers. But, but just, no quarterback... But Name a quarterback that we got Cousins. franchise Cousins. twice. Kirk Cousins. He did it twice. Yes. Because the first year he got <laughs> 20. <laughs> the first year he got 20. 20 then the second year he, he got, got 25. 25. Oh, that's, but it's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you like, name? I'm like, oh, that's right. That's right. Like, like, but Kirk Cousins is But Washington didn't go get somebody else. No. They felt like, well, this he's our best option, but we don't want him long term. Cowboys the Cowboys not. may look at Dak the same way. Ain't gonna do that. We we Dak, could use Dak him now, but we don't want him to return. And that, the Cowboys though. did something Washington didn't do. They brought in a legit replacement. We never brought in a legit, legit replacement. replacement. So you know, bringing in um, I want to call him Ginger, but bringing in um, Andy, Dalton. Andy Dalton, who has 
a lot of tread on the tires. It's not like, you know, he got a year or two. He's a playoff quarterback. Granted, Even he, they can't win. Granted he ain't win. He ain't win it, but he, he gets get there. there. He gets there. You, you know, so it's not like it's... And he from and he from he played at TCU. Right. He from the area. It's, it's not like it's just some um, somebody off the bench who hasn't had any. Experience. They have. It's not a Chase Daniels type situation. Yeah. They they don't have a fall off. They actually have someone that's a equivalent. competent a competent backup. Equivalent. So I you saying Dak and Andy Dalton are equivalent? Yes. No. You went too far now. Okay. They're not equivalent. Dalton never had a running back. <laughs> don't tell me Bernard. Don't tell me Bernard. He what? had he had Jeremy Hill and yeah. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis and, and, you had, you, and you, Rudy Johnson. And you had your tone change. <laughs> and none of them is Dak. I mean, none of them is Zeke. He had Joe Mixon. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And Bernard, whatever his name is. I think so yeah. if you were starting a team, you had to pick between Dak and Andy Dalton. You would literally be like, I close my eyes and pick one. Well, the Cowboys decided to get Zach, get Zeke before they got Dak. So they answered the question already on who they considered to be, and they signed somebody long term way before they signed their current quarterback, who's in the last five years won more games. But that, that's probably because they made some promises too, like, oh, we got you, we'll take care of you. You know, I, you know, in business, that's how certain things come back to bite you, which I think it will next year. I'm Even this you, season. Yes. That's your so question. So you could be like, yeah, we, we got you, we got you. We just going to hush Zeke up because he's the one that's trying to hold out. But, you know, you good with us. We got you. Okay. I'm telling you, yes. When, when, when Andy got to Cincinnati, they were horrible. They were extreme. Now, much more pieces came around. Don't get me wrong. He had Houston He had Chad Johnson. Then he got uh, AJ Green. AJ Green. No, no, Chad. Chad. I mean, Johnson wasn't. He didn't play there. with either one of them. He had AJ Green. AJ Green. No, they were gone. Oh, that no. was um, that was a Carson Palmer. That was Carson, Carson Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, okay. So he just had. So listen, he, had he AJ even Green. he even better than than that. He didn't have no running back. He only had one wide receiver. I can tell you now. You saw how Dak's game got better when Cooper got there. So that was the knock on Dak. It was like we didn't have no wide receiver, no weapons. He might have had an okay. He might have had an okay tight end in um in Cincinnati. Eifert. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Until he started getting hurt these last two or three seasons. Before a minute, Eifert was considered a top five tight end. So he's had some weapons. Never had a like I said, he's never had a real running back. But they've done and and the AFC North has always been better in this time frame than the NFC than the NFC East. Yeah, because everybody in NFC East usually goes nine and seven to win the division. You got well, you, I don't know. Uh, it, there for a while, the AFC North was hovering around nine and seven, ten and six, two, winning the division. I know since 2012, I can name Pittsburgh been to the Super Bowl, Baltimore's been to the Super Bowl, Cincinnati's had playoff runs. Um, who am I missing? Only Cleveland. 20, Cleveland only only people that's been bottom of the bottom of the barrel has been been Cleveland. I can that's name it. now in that same time frame, I can name three teams in the NFC East that have been bottom of the barrels. You know what I mean? Only and, Philly has been to a Super Bowl. But at least Philly's been. That's it. That's it. Skint my. Damn. Yo, what? See, see, I told you, hypocrite. I, no, hypocrite. I gotta get out of my uh, <laughs> get it out of my my, my vocabulary. But mm-hmm. Washington. Been bottom of the barrel, unfortunately. The Giants have been bottom of the barrel. Cowboys have been bottom of the barrel, or 500 at 500. best. And then the one year the Eagles. So 
they got a better quarter. They got a, a, a equivalent quarterback in Carson and not Carson Palmer and um, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. All right. Still, once again, Pat Mahomes. Highest contract Money man. ever, five hundred and three million dollars. Cut the check, baby. How but still, that's the most. But still, the best contract, Bobby Bonilla. Oh yeah, we just had his we had his day, right? <laughs> yeah. Bobby Bonilla day. So even after Mahomes gets his last check, it'll be three more years of Bobby Bonilla still getting a million dollars. Best contract ever. You got the most and the best. For the last what? 20? And it was supposed to be worth. The Mets did just because the Mets didn't want to pay him five million. It's turned into thirty-five million. <laughs> and that's the, the like equivalent. Said, that's the equivalent of going to a check casting place, <laughs> and the markup on the interest is one hundred and nine percent. So you borrow, you borrow five dollars, but you owe twenty every month. <laughs> Bobby Bonilla, best contract in history. Hey, we're gonna take a break. We come back. We're gonna go NBA. This is DNA Sports Talk, eleven hundred AM. Be right back. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The G key finds the sugar dimes, can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit, what? 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 Introducing Phantom of the Dark, walk through my heaven with levitation from Reefers, Drenching Divas, and Nisha, and Showboating with Rugas, Flashbinds, Bellafonte, Jigger, let's get forward this And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770 is that number again. 404-603-8770. Also live on Periscope and Facebook. Just wrapped up discussing um, NFL and its particular Patrick Mahomes contract. 
503 million. Hold on, good, off air, you gotta say which contract would you take? Bobby Bonilla's contract or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes Bobby Bonilla's every every day. And we're we gonna take it because of what? Because <laughs> three years after Mahomes gets his last check, Bobby Bonilla still, still be getting his million dollars every year. 1.4, 1.5, yeah, something like that. Every year, and he hadn't played in 20 years. That's why. That's, that's why you the, you are literally getting a million dollars every year. That's why the Mets will never win. And it wasn't like he didn't have big contracts while he was playing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he could have done you know whatever with his money. But regardless, even if you didn't blown through all your money, you know oh. every year in July have, you get a million dollars. I have like every five you like I have a bad year. <laughs> well, there's also the contract with the that Allen Iverson has with Reebok. Well, yeah, that he'll get when he turns million. fifty. They, yeah, they, he'll they, get. Like 10 million? million? No, it's more than that. I thought it was 20 million. It, I feel like it's like 50 million or something. That's, 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 that's the reason why he wasn't, you know, granted, he lost some money, but he's like, I, you know, I'm good. Yeah, because they, 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 they saw like, oh, he might. He might blow through all his money, so yeah. we're going to put it in the But trust. you still got to wait the wait. 50 to get there, though. That's all right, though. Like, Bobby Nia, you get your thing every Listen, I ain't going to tell on somebody, but shoot, 50 will be here faster than I <laughs> <laughs> and, and Iverson, he, he, Iverson close to 50. He like 47, ain't he? 47, 48? So Reebok is uh, 32 million and he t- until he turns uh, 55, which is in year Oh, 55. Okay, okay. He, 55, he gets a $32 million. Nah, nah, I need that 50 and I take a cut. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I like, uh. Social Security, you want to wait till 62? Now I need me at 60. I need to start getting my money now. Give me Bobby <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> Best contract ever in sports history. Um, this, uh, NBA. So let's go WNBA first. So WNBA, similar to NBA, we can tie these in. Our WNBA is having special uniforms for women um, that were victims of police brutality and racial violence on the back, uh, i.e. Sandra Bland. Um, uh, Brianna Taylor. Taylor, thank you. And they're also going to have Nike sweatshirts on with Black Lives Matter on the back and say her name. And then the court, similar to the NBA, will also have Black Lives Matter displayed. Um, thoughts on the NBA saying, okay, we're going to WNBA having special uniforms with the. Before I get there, that. let me to Maya Moore. Maya Moore, thank you, thank you. Um, release, uh, helping release a gentleman that was, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he was. Locked up and in prison. Would have um, spent another 50 years. Um, so, you know, on a charge that, you know, he obviously wasn't guilty for and got a new case and got his freedom uh, less than a couple of weeks ago, was released. Last week. Um, so that's one of the reasons I think we had a call to call in, like, what are they doing or, you know, why they're saying some players are like, I'm not playing this I. season. I.e. Renee Montgomery um, from the Atlanta Dream who so decided is, to sit out this year. So this is what they're doing. They're putting their efforts into whatever um, activism that they feel you know, and hers, Maya's, to that point, is strictly on um, cases that have to deal with people who are in prison wrongly accused. accused yeah, so um, so that's what they're doing. So and I did find out that um, Renee Montgomery is primarily around voting. Voting, okay. So, so she, that's I, where her focus is, is on. Obviously, a, an election year. So yeah. Um, so that's what they're doing. So they're they're sacrificing twenty two games. With this, how long this season Correct. is? Is to to make some change that's going to last a lifetime. So that's what they're doing. Jonathan Irons that's is it. the gentleman. Thank you. Okay. So um, now back to your question about how I feel about them. 
I have no problem. Again, I feel like basketball as a whole, NBA and now the WNBA, has before this became, um, uh, uh, you know, people started championing the cause um, for this season. I want to see if it continues to go, you know, down the road. But right now, you'll, you'll take whatever, you know, help and whatever um, – Eyes are being put on. You didn't keep that same energy with the NFL, though. No, no, I I'm just saying. I think the theme of the night is hypocrisy. I'm telling you, I've already told you the NFL has to show me. NFL as a whole has to show me. You, you say, you say, no, you say, those gestures by the NFL were. You didn't want to see them. I need action by the NFL. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear them talking. I don't want to hear them doing anything. Even with this case with with going on with Washington. I just the action needs to needs to happen. I don't want to see letters. I don't want to see PR statements. I the only thing I want is whoever they decide to help. I need that individual or that entity to be like we receive donation and funding from the NFL or from an NFL organization. I don't need to see any grandstanding from the NFL. Like so, this whole lift every voice song that they're gonna play, you know, prior to oh, game to number one or whatnot. Um, <clears throat> That's the stupidest thing in the world. I, I'm sorry. It, I just got to say it like that because listen, it's like I learned the song, or you know, was taught the song. I ha- I cannot remember my uh, sixth grade teacher in middle school, um, but she made us learn it. We had to sing it. So you do it uh. for week one, and then you play the Star Spangled Banner, and then going forward, then like it's what what, what? It, it causes more harm than good. What did I say? I they have. Hispanic heritage is the whole month. Right. Breast cancer is the whole month. Of October. You know, whatever they want, it's the whole month. I don't, don't give me one week, one, one, one two-minute segment before game number one that's, I don't know if even going to be watched by everybody because they, they split the, they split the, I'm not sure how they're going to handle Monday Night Football and how they're going to handle, so I don't even know which game is going to be played play before Unless we plan on playing it before all the games. All, game, all games week one. Well, I need it for the whole. I need it for the whole first month. I need it for all of September, not just one game. Just one game. I need it for the whole. The matter of fact, I need it for the whole season. Just do it for the whole season. That's that would show more of a a unifying than to do it for a week one. I need games. commitment. I need to know that you're in it. You're in it to win it, not just in it because but this is the what thing, the popular okay. thing to do right now. And that's the NFL. I I, want to know who sat down and said, hey, let's make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Because it it seems so much of, well, I think this is what we should do for blacks and minorities. So we'll do this instead of listening and saying, hey, we we want money to go here. We want this to be changed. Instead of saying, well, here's something. See, we did something. Yeah, it's 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 they're they're um they're what's the word I want to use? It's like going to the mechanic. They're, pan, they're, they're pandering. They're so you pandering go to right mechanic. Now. Something wrong with your brakes? He like oh, but I put some. I got you some new tires. I clean them up. Oh, that ain't what I asked I for. I can't stop. I, I need my brakes changed. Yeah. They're squealing. Oh, but I clean the inside and I, that's not what I. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. But that's not what I asked for. They're they're pandering. <laughs> And you know what? And you know who? And you know who panders a whole lot? Individuals for one or two reasons: either they don't know what to do, or they have no interest in helping you. And so, everybody else so far has shown that they're in it for the long haul. 
NASCAR has shown that they're in it for the not, for the long haul. We keep on seeing. Let's go ahead and give the spotlight back on the NBA and WNBA. The NBA and WNBA are showing that they are they are in it for the long haul. Now, mm-hmm. is some of it pandering? Yeah, yeah. Yes, some of it is pandering. But again, I will say I know for the last five or six years, the NBA has things that they do around MLK for the month of June for the month of January that they put money back into the community. There's certain things that they do, you know, you know, they have all they, they do that's not just for January, but they make a, a more of an emphasis in January, but they do it through their whole season. There's certain things that they, they do. They celebrate Black History Month. Too. Yes. So Yeah. Again, the but NFL it falls during that season, yeah. during that time. That's but, a, we brought this up before you that NFL doesn't have anything with any any black ties to it that falls during the well the the playoffs. I guess they could do more in January, yeah. uh, MLK Day. Yeah, that mean it's not a game because it's playoffs and no games are on Monday. But something along those lines. You could do something late December going into January. You could do a whole lot of things. Like I said, again, they do and put their efforts into things that they want to put their efforts into. So what you're seeing them do right now is something that they have never even had a conversation about. And that's how you wind up with a song and a dance. Literally, a song and a dance. But <laughs> I, I will say that the one thing that WNBA is opposed to the NBA, the NBA has, they were told they could pick from four different things to choose from. They, um, I'm trying to see where that was. They could uh, pick between uh, like Black Lives Matter or something, but it was only four the options WNBA. that they were given. Oh, Black Lives Matter, say their names, say her name, I can't breathe, justice, vote, and equality on the back of the jersey. Where the WNBA went more specific in saying we're going to honor these women. But the, Well, the, the NBA went against using people's names because they felt they might offend someone, someone's family who is whose name is not being used. Yeah. So they decide to go with the phrases. Yeah, but still, I mean, you could have had some names that people might forgot or felt that they didn't get the same type of recognition. What would it mean for LeBron to have not the ones we know, not the George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery Center, someone that we might have forgotten about or wasn't brought up in the news because somebody else's took over Around the headlines that quickly. You know, um, I think like it the could one be in Ohio, to the one that um, well, what, now it's traction. No, no, no. Um, it was a guy in Ohio, but I can't think of the name now. But having that on the back of his jersey would have meant more than. Well, yeah, I mean, this. it could have been something like related to the city you play in or or your hometown. Your hometown, right? I, so I, it's something that I think they didn't have to do. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't think it was necessary. Uh, and having the court with the Black Lives Matter. We're splitting here. I mean, I get it. But again, this is not what I asked for. I, I, if, if, if I want to, if I'm an NBA player and I want to have someone's name on the back of my jersey, let me, uh, allow me to have that, you know, privilege to put whatever I want on the back. It's not like this is uh, a big deal to make up a jersey at the last minute or whatever. Maybe I, mean, I want to switch names the next time and put someone else or another tag. But I understand on the other side, they didn't want F12 being put on the back like John Morant had, you know, said that somebody yeah. could possibly do. You yeah. don't 
you don't want to go you that got, far. You got, you got to have some control, and they also recognize. Got to remember, the WNBA has somewhat of a backlash in Minnesota. The reason why they're not using the Minnesota Police Department, but you know they had a backlash with the with the Minnesota Police Department two years ago when they took a stand. Even then, so I don't I don't have a problem with parameters being put on some of the things. I think I think you could, they should have said you could do anything but yeah. I, I, I get you it. know what I'm saying. It's for 22 games. I got more of a problem that they only playing 22 games than to go ahead and play their normal 30. Well, one of the big <laughs> uh, <laughs> stars for the Aces, uh, Liz Cambridge, is deciding to sit out because don't want to go um, for health reasons. They say she has um, what's an underlying health reason. I want. Yeah, to she's say. high risk. She's yeah. high risk. So, so yeah, I mean, she's decided not to go. Which I. I really think a lot of them are going to start doing that soon. Um, it was one reporter who was down at um, ESPN, and if you come down on a commercial flight, which WNBA is being put on commercial flights, you have to be, you have to pass, you have to have six negative tests before you can play. If you come on a chartered flight, I think it's three days. If you fly private, it's two days, and this goes for WNBA and NBA players. So, and then you're quarantining your room, and one of the reporters was saying that there's a knock on the door at 8 a.m., I think 12, maybe 6 p.m. with your food, and you get the, the ring that's... The mood ring. The mood that ring tells you what, that tells you, you know, kind of predicts your symptoms and stuff like that, that you are literally in lockdown mm-hmm. until your, your team gets there and then you can begin practice. This is going to wear down on teams in both leagues mentally. Mentally. And including the MLS. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to wear down them mentally if they're going to have to get tested every day or every other day. You Yeah, it's every day because you have to pass so many tests and be negative before you can even begin to practice down there. For 22 I games. mean, for, okay, so for a lot of them, they go on a road trip. That's about, what, two weeks at the most? What happens that third week? That's going to be the thing. Because then you don't have the same mobility of, you know, oh, I'm ready to go to my next game or I'm home now after this road trip. That's when the the mental health experts are going to be needed for a lot of them. Um, how much are they getting paid? More than us. So I... It don't I, matter I, about I, money at no, that no, point. No, no, I understand you're coming from. I just, you're not going to get any... Yeah, but like with these players on their day off, if they... If they film this, film a commercial on this day, or if they do a radio show everybody, here, everybody needs downtime. They're not going to have any downtime, or if they, or the downtime yeah. is going to be sequestered. Yeah, I, I mean, it might help the younger players if they just play video games. All yeah, day, but after but a while, though, that again, that gets old after a while. How many months for the 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 WNBA's? They only need a month before their season is over. A month and a half. So they'll be fine. Two months, including playoffs. The the NBA, you're looking at what, six months? Mm-hmm. Three. Three. Three months? Three. Because they they're going to they're gonna be playing every other day. Yeah, every other day. At, the, at least. And I think each team will have one back-to-back. But they'll be playing every other day. To get Those the 16, eight games out. Yeah, to get then, the eight games the out. Playoffs. And then the playoffs, it's going to be a full playoffs. Yeah, they said that still the every other day. game seven of the NBA Finals will be October twelfth at the latest. Yeah, if every series went seven, yeah, 
And they start again July 30th. It'll be interesting to see who gets kicked out of kicked out of the mood ring. <laughs> now, do you but, agree? You agree with them having the, the other teams that didn't make the playoffs play in a separate league? I, why why are you sitting at the little bubble? table? Yeah, why, for what? I just I just asked. I don't. Well, I, I I looked at it like this. For example, the, if the like the Hawks, the Hawks will be in the second bubble in Chicago, the last them. game they played was March 11th. I was at the game. If they don't play until the season starts in December, whenever that is, we're talking about nine months between games and for the for the most part, practice. Practice, practice with their teams. They're getting individual workouts, but they're not work. They're not practicing together. You can practice in your your home facility, though. It's no need to go to a bubble and practice there. They don't want to just play against each other. They want to play at least the other teams. They will be doing teams. that anyway, though. Not all the time. And and there there are limits on how many people can even be in the facility at a time. Like you've heard about these facilities closing down because someone tests positive, so we got to shut the, Bucks, the whole thing the down. Shut theirs down. Yes, the Bucks shut theirs down. Today. The Clippers shut theirs down. Denver shut theirs I down. I think that's more of an issue that the teams that are heading to the bubble down to Disney, their practice facilities shut down. Let's say. You know, you have a gym in your yeah. condo, house, or whatever. Yeah. I don't have one. So, I haven't been able to shoot ball. So, now I'm finally ready to go. We can practice. And, and now, I can't play at all. That is going to put a strain on that particular team to now, you have to go work, down there, be work, quarantined. Work the rhythm. Then have to get back into a rhythm. Yeah. That's why I say that whoever wins this year is going to be an asterisk because it's going to be the team that's the healthiest, not the best team that's going to win. And granted, before that, you've always had injuries, but this is totally different. This is a total another level with a pandemic that is going to take, that is taking place to where now it's not the best team. It's not even the, the second best team that's going to win. You're talking about you want to wash the season. Wash it. It's going to be, it's going to be tough for, it's going to be like, yeah, you have to have the luck of the draw health-wise. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's going to be a mental toll on everyone because that team that gets to the finals and loses, who knows if they even make the playoffs next year. It could be the Bucks If they lose in the finals, do they even make the playoffs the next season just because of what they went through in this bubble? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Portland could actually win this whole thing. I'm saying that's the like the team probably, this whole thing. <laughs> that's the team with the I think the least probability that has a superstar that you, you got know. Got two. Well, I got a, they got a superstar and a star. And the star, right? That, with um, with Melo being there as well. Well, not well. I think the, the Pelicans no, have the Pelicans have the easiest. Yeah. The Pelicans have the easiest schedule. Yeah. To get in, right? Yeah, the youngest. But again, so they should be able to just jump up and play whenever they want to play. You would think, but you don't. That's the thing. I mean, who's to say? The Grizzlies. Now I know in the East, the um, Pacers are probably done because Oladipo's not playing. Yeah. So that basically the Bucks, the Celtics, the defending champions, the, the Raptors, and Sixers. And the, maybe. And the Heat. The Heat. What? Those are the top four teams in the East. The Sixers. Nah. The, the Sixers are the Sixers. I don't, I don't care. Know. I don't bubble or not. Your boy hey, might keep bubble or not. Your boy might find a jump shot. In the bubble. <laughs> this is DNA Sports Talk. We're going to take a break and come back and finish this discussion on the NBA. <laughs> 
WWE. AM eleven hundred. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Caroline from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson. Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, Check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA news. Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. It's Don the D and DNA. This is Asa the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770. 404-603-8770. Live on Periscope, Facebook. Uh, we were just still discussing the NBA and being down in... Uh, Disney World, Orlando area, uh, in the bubble. Uh, so, once again, Victor Oladipo for the Pacers. He's going to go down there, but he won't play. And we were talking during the break about whether the team, I want to say they're only allowing 35 total people per team. So, would you allow Oladipo to come down there and take away from another playing spot or, yep. or whatever? So, you still... Have him down. I still now. want my superstars to be a part. Even though he said he's not playing. playing, I still want my superstars to be to be. Yeah. If they get, want him to, he will still get paid if he goes down there to rehab. Yeah. Right. So if I was him, so I, it was on him to if he wanted to. If they had said, "Hey, we, if you want to get paid, you can still come down and rehab, or you can stay here." Yeah, but the thing but we is, won't pay you. That, yeah, but you can only bring thirty-five people, so that counts. So. If he doesn't play, that could have been someone that you could have brought along to help on your bench, though. And, I I mean, he's a superstar. You let superstars kind of do what they want to. I'd rather have him, even if he's not playing, as 
an extension of the coaching staff to either motivate the players or, you know, if he is healthy enough to at least work out with them. Look like this. He that played, type of thing. He played 13 games this year. He only played 13 games. So they play, they've played most of the season without him anyway. Yeah. And, and have gotten to this point. So they know they're going to be without him. I don't think he's taken anyone's taking anyone's spot as far, as far as on the roster. But that that's the point, though. You can only bring 35 people. So if he, but your your roster is fifteen max, so if he's the if he if they had twelve already, he's the thirteenth. I mean, I don't think anyone's lost their spot. <laughs> the thing is, and I'm saying he should come regardless. If you know he's not going to play, you you need to have whoever that thirteenth person is. I mean, for the Lakers, they happen to be a J.R. Smith. You know, you could have a a Jamal Crawford who you could say, hey come be on our team that could potentially help you in winning okay well okay but that that's still like the max you can have is the max nba roster is 15 players you're not playing all 15 if you have 12 guys you're okay but you have 12 okay, 13 so, guys see, and with this, avery bradley the, he's leaving so they could sign another player but this is the thing though this is a special circumstance to where if one of your players gets you know passes a kiss the virus and then another one now you're down two people so you have to think like okay i need as many bodies as possible and so again if he wants to come down yes have him come down because he can be in the, again an extension of a coaching staff he knows what to look for maybe can motivate his players but as an organization you also have to be mindful that <clears throat> it takes away from having bodies that are there to play and the other person that is uh, still weighing his option is Bradley Beal. If they got it, if they if they get down to, they would have to lose six players. They would have to lose six. They would have to have less than eight players to dress, to where then they would have to ask Oladipo, you know, to play, or they have to consider bringing somebody from outside. Bringing somebody you're down from outside there, that's the it. No, that's it, though. You can't bring in anybody once you're down there. So, but so in that case, he's not taking from anybody's spot. Yeah, I'm saying the potential, Greg. You ain't listening. If but they even even if he went down there and was going to play, whether he's there or not, I don't think he he may have taken away a staff member's spot rather than a player's spot because he's on the team already. Greg ain't listening to what I'm saying. But okay. I don't think he, okay. I don't think him being there is taken away from anybody. It is because you can only take thirty five people. How much? How much of your money are you putting on the Pacers getting to the championship? At this point, I put ten on it. I mean, this is an up in the air thing. <laughs> think ten, about it. ten dollars, what ten if, cents. Yeah, ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take twenty of your money. You can have it. You can have it. Hey, listen. But that's the thing, though. You can only take so many people regardless of who they are. <coughs> Excuse me. And in these circumstances, you need as many people as possible because you don't know what's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Um, you can make him a coach. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I get what you're saying. But he ain't take, he's not affecting the chances. <coughs> uh, their chances were, are what they are, whether he came or, or didn't come. So, um, he good, but he ain't that good. 
in this toss-up situation, you don't know. What happens if um, Jason Tatum goes down? Chances rise, right? I mean, Indiana's chances rise. Um, Maybe for that one series. Yeah, but anything, again, anything can happen in this thing. Indiana more likely wasn't going to beat Toronto or Milwaukee. You trust Toronto again? Actually, I do. So for any of the the, the lower seeds, five through eight, they just have to hope that a star player on the one of those top four teams catch the COVID. Catch, or, I mean, anything can happen. <laughs> Twist the ankle, and yeah. now you out. You out instead of being out, the games are more I mean, spread well, out. You're not out two games as opposed to maybe one. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, injuries are part of it. I mean, in, if injuries, it could, if we didn't have the COVID, I mean, there could be injuries. Right. But this is the difference in this situation now is you're playing every other day. So instead of being out one game because you've had a break in between, now you're missing two games. We could change the series around. The uh, why? Yeah, it depends on what the schedule is. For the player, if they're playing every other day still, like they have been doing, then I can stand it's a, it's a higher risk. Yeah, uh, but they, they kind of do that anyway. I guess the if they're not taking two days off between playoff games or something like that, then I can understand there being higher risk. But I think they're just if it, it will change, it will have a bigger effect if someone catches the COVID and they got to sit out. More than two games. It might oh, yeah. be you four be games, five you games. Missed the whole season. No, you missed the whole season. You're out basically. I, I think it's happened with. Um, well, it hasn't happened. It, he hasn't gotten it. But uh, Gordon Hayward said that he will leave the bubble uh, <coughs> when it's time for his his wife is giving is yeah. is due to give birth in September. So when Regardless that's going to happen, he's going to leave. But if he ends up ha- getting to come back. He's got a quarantine for at least seven days. You you can't come back basically. But th- in other words, they're saying once you're down the there, of the series, it. that's four games yeah, right yeah. there. The series is over. <laughs> yeah. So once you're down there, that's it. There's no going back and forth or coming back. That's it. So that's what I'm saying. The more bodies, the better, because you don't know what the possibilities will be at that point. Um. Also in the uh, NBA. Oh, that's right, Bradley Beal. Is deciding whether he's going to go or not. Um, well, he's deciding whether he's going to play. It seems like he's going to go down there, but he may not play. He with the Wizards, right? Yeah, they. Um, he ain't playing. He ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were you know, six games out. But, but you want to? I mean, they you, mathematically you, have a you, chance. You of can't it. come in. You can't just say you're not playing. So I understand why, because they still want to get that check or whatever. But you know, he can hold off and still get a check and say I ain't playing. He ain't playing. He ain't playing. Um, staying in basketball news, uh, five-star prospect McCool Maker is deciding that he won't go to Kentucky, won't go to Oregon, UCLA, or USC. He is headed to HBCU. Your thanks. Oh, so we talked about this before we really got on. I think it's great. And I think, again, I said HBCU, um, you need to take this opportunity that now that you have these, you know, young men's young men's ear mm-hmm. now you need to take advantage of of talking to them and showing them providing them you know your story um of why you know you should go to an historically black college K 
compared mm-hmm. to a Kentucky or, you know, any one of the D1 schools. And I also said, you know, just more on the football side, college, co- the basketball coaches have been quiet for the most part. Um, but, you know, you got coaches really, you know, saying what they think. And, you know, <clears throat> not just they showing you how they feel about you. Like I said, more so you've seen the college football coaches doing that. Um, and basketball is easy. When I say easy, as far as to get a program turned around and start a, a pipeline, it's much easier than in football. Yeah, football. So, I, you know. You only need, i.e., one player, Carmelo, who went to Syracuse. Yeah, and, and won Cam, it all. Yeah, yeah, but. Steph Curry Davidson. I mean, even though he was there a few years. Well, they had a solid run. You can have that one moment in time solid yeah. run with a great player. Well, the, the thing in basketball is when I recruit, I don't have to recruit five five-star players. You know, blue because chip, you, blue, blue chip players. You got different positions. Yeah, and you could give me if I, you know, granted if I can get multiple blue chip guys, I want to get multiple blue chip guys, right? But if I get one, and that blue chip guy can stay for two years. My my thing is how do I fill out that roster for multiple years? So when you look at the lower, when you look at, we always talk about when it's time for NCAA and we talk about those sleeper teams. You know, we that eleven, that that eight, nine, ten, eleven, or that you know Sun Coast team or that middle that mid major team. Most of them are twenty five and six and they're the conference champion, but they're also full of. Three-year guys, three-year guys, four-year guys. They've been playing together for, you know, for those three to four years together. So they're an actual team. We look, we're talking about Dayton this year. Dayton had one blue-chip guy, one the Sun superstar. Yeah. Yeah, but the rest of that team was filled filled with guys who've been around. Been for around for three to four <clears throat> years, you know. Three and four-star guys. Four-star guys. So that's what I'm trying to get. So. Even if I, you know, if but I get, you got to start with the I get it, I five get it. star saying, yeah. "I'm going there," and I and I've always said, it's good that they go there, but at least start putting them on the yeah. potential. Yeah. When you start seeing him and um, with Mikey Williams start saying, "Hey, I'm at least take a serious visit," yeah. then that and, then that gets the four and three stars to even put yeah, there yeah, yeah. on the list to be saying. a visit. And it doesn't have to be all at one school. Like, I don't need three blue chips no, to go yeah. to Howard. I need a blue. I need a bit. blue chip to go to Howard. I need a blue chip to go to Fisk. I need a blue chip to Fam. go to go to Fam. I need you know Prairie to A&M. North Carolina A and T. I need a I need a blue chip to go. You know one. You know if there's 15 blue chips, I need three of those guys to go to HBCU. And then the next level, the four star guys or the three star guys, I need one of them. So then you wind up where maybe that blue chip guy is one and done. He's going to be one and done at Kentucky. He's going to be one and done at Howard. But I've laid the foundation where now Howard has a solid team moving forward, and the likelihood of me being able to get another blue chip is higher. Yeah. You know, so. um, Because before that, you've already had guys who've been together who can make a name for themselves. Um, Hampton, when they were 15 seed and one. Mm But now they need to be more consistently in the tournament yeah. and move up to maybe about a 12 seed. Yeah, but see, that goes to that one year, they're 15 seed and they won. But the next year, they ain't in the tournament. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's no there's, there's no consistency. You know, it's, it's the one, the, to, to name the song, <laughs> the one shot in glory. 
you get the one shot, but then I won't hear from you no more. What if I- they if they build their teams, if the HBCUs build their program, kind of like how Gonzaga has, Gonzaga's been to one Final Four. Yeah, but consistently sweet, in the tournament in the Sweet mm-hmm. Sixteen, making the Sweet Sixteen at least. Mm-hmm. So, but they're doing it without getting a bunch of five star players. I mean, I don't think Demontis Sabonis was five star. Or even Adam Morrison, but you got but, guys, but they have they have gotten they yeah. have several good players. Yeah, but yeah, and you gotten guys who ha- has decided to say no to the Oregon because that probably would be the big, or a Pac-12 school. Pac-12. They said no to a Pac-12 school and decided to go to I forget the conference that uh, big, the, big Big Sky is it Big Sky? No, uh, West Coast Conference. West, West Coast, Coast Conference. Conference and whatever they were before they became West Coast Conference, <laughs> you know. Um, so that you know. They've gotten guys to say no because of the program got finally got built, and you know the coach put the time and whatnot. And it's easier to recruit if Maker goes to Howard. He can say hey to the Tell next me. person. He's doing it Howard. now. He yeah. said he's like, listen, <laughs> like, I want to make a, I want to make a change. I want to make a change. I want to be the forefront of right. HBCUs coming back. That's a bad signal to be like. <laughs> the rest of y'all need to come up, come, come here come, after I leave. Come here, or come and now. Come, right, you know what I mean. Now, now. The, the one thing he may, and this is, I hate to kind of put this onus on him, but maybe the one thing he may need to do, and I don't know what his family's financial background and all that stuff is, because players do make decisions based on you know what's going on at home. But you know, it would be great if he stays there at least two years. You know what I mean? The, to be the one and done. Again, I don't want to. It, you don't want to come off being pandering, right? You know, you don't want everybody to come to a Howard game and you be on ESPN, you on, you know, ABC, and you get games for just one season, and then he leaves, and everybody leaves, you know, you know, leaves too. So, you know, in doing so, again, should the pressure be put on him? Is that is that is is it fair? I don't know, no, but, but I mean, it's the. Once you step out there, the pressure's on you regardless. Yeah, yeah. At that so, point. does he need to stay for two years in order to? Depends on how good to, the first year is. To help facilitate, if they, if they get other players in the next year's class, if they get then he can a go. player he, or two who sign, then, then he's done his job. Yeah. Or he could be just like Noah when he was down in Florida. He was like, "Man, I'm having fun in college. Yeah, I'm enjoying another year." And they went back to but back. Yeah, so, yeah. and you and you, now, it, it depends on now, that individual. And it's definitely upon Howard. So to, let's say that they don't the make atmosphere. the tournament, but he sees, oh, we got something. Maybe I'll stay another year, mm-hmm. and you oh, know, they make a tournament like, this year. <laughs> like, listen, and what I mean by that is, the pressure is on him. He's going to carry them. They're going to win the SWAC or whatever conference they're in. They're going to win. They're going to win that. They're going to get triple double. They're going. They're going to win it. That's going to happen. But you know what? The other thing too is. When you're watching Howard, you're going to start noticing the guy at North Carolina Central yeah. that's who, playing who against him, him. Yeah. who's giving him the, the business. business. Yeah. You're like, oh, I didn't. So everybody's it's a win-win game, situation. Everybody's game, everybody's going, game is going elevated. El- right. elevate. yep. So you're going to see him playing against him, and they'll be like, oh, I didn't know the point guard on the other team mm-hmm. was that good. Let me pay more attention to him. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, it's, it's a good thing, and I hope more, again, HBCUs, you got the attention of these these young men and women. Another thing, before they never got offers, yeah. at least now start offering them because they just automatically assumed they were going to, in this case, Kentucky, Oregon, UCLA, yeah. USC were his choices. It was like, why would I, as a Howard, even offer him a scholarship when I know he's going yeah. somewhere else? Well, his, I think his mom with the Howard though. I think his mom's an Ooh. alumni. Uh, maker. Dad maker. I want to. Uh, somebody in his family's an alumni. 
So, you know, or I might be getting another gentleman uh, mixed up. I know Mikey Williams, his mom maybe, played softball at Hampton. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. So but, it's a um, possibility he could go to Hampton. But, again, offer, put it out there, do your due diligence. Don't think that just because the parents went there and they're an alumni that automatically their child's going to go. But that's how it's – be honest. That, I mean, that's typically how it is, though. I you understand. go to where but your you got, parents went, yeah, but, and it's, it's crazy that – most of them don't encourage them to go. But they got to get out of that. They got to get out there, stomp the ground. Um, and, and, and and HBCUs, to me, are making the change. So you see them hiring a lot of uh, previous NBA. Like, you know, we've had um, George Lynch on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Played in know, Carolina. Played Carolina. Uh, Clark Atlanta's coach. So has NBA talent. So that's going to get somebody's ear who, you know, be like, you know what? I'll, I'll go play for coach. He, you know, he's played as a as a champion at the co- collegiate level right. and played for champions at the professional level. So maybe I'll go to him. I'll go. I'll go play at uh, at the CAU. Got the guy going to Hampton now. So I mean, at Howard now. Apologies. And so you you got to keep on doing it. They're, they're, they're hiring the young wave of coaches. That have professional backgrounds, so their household names on the on on yeah. on, on the coaching staff. Um, you got you got what North Carolina AT AT and T, North Carolina A and T, who decided to change conferences. To change, right. So you know they they they're going to bigger they won pastures. Three, three out of the four celebration bowls. Yeah. It was time. So, but I'm saying, it was time but to, now we start going to bigger to pastures. Say, hey, that changes that up. changes who will look at you as far as coming to play because right. maybe they were deciding to go to a. A, a, a D1 school and sit for two years behind, you know, that blue chip guy, but maybe they can come to you and start playing day one. But that, so it, it that also has changed too because now more so than ever, you can be seen anywhere. Yeah. And I think if we didn't have the the social media, we didn't have the YouTube and all the other television spots that showcase players regardless of where they are, we wouldn't have this kind of progress at this point in time. Yeah, it's, it's, but you got to take advantage of it all. So because now, you had to be at a D one prominent school mm-hmm. twenty years ago to yeah, be seen. Yeah, yeah. Now I can have, put together you, a montage. And you only had four bowl games. Right, back I, I can put together a montage of my highlights, yeah. and it goes viral in a matter of minutes. But again, it's still much easier on the basketball side to see guys who might team up and decide to go play at an HBCU for two two years. And you know, and will make headlines. Basketball is much easier than than football. Football, you got to really develop. You have to really develop a pipeline. And and, so, and and for those players, they have to somehow get invited to a senior bowl or one of those all American bowls, and football, then yeah. continue to impress from East there. West game, yeah. yeah. You got to really show I mean, out and stand out. I mean, out. You, I mean, it's it's happened. I mean, the Chicago Bears has a, had a couple guys that Tariq, Tariq you know, Cohen. Um, um, I mean, you can go back and look at who just had you know the anniversary of his passing. Um, Steve Ed McNair, yeah. you know. But a lot of times, the guys that on the on the college football side, when they go to HBCU, they got to be doing the Steve Ed McNair numbers. You got to be passing for 500 yards, 17 touchdowns, and one game. You know, crazy, crazy numbers just for people to be like, oh, okay, yeah, he might be good because they always want to downplay the competition. Right. So it's, it's, it's a um, lot. It's a, it's looking a, at football, mm-hmm. too, uh, your boy Jimbo Fish in Texas A&M, they're going to be put on probation for a year and um, because they violated recruiting and athletic rules. 
are we starting to see a change to where we really don't care about these no, probations? We hey, hey, no, we don't. As long as it doesn't affect, because it's not like he's going to be fired because. He signed a 10 year deal. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, got, if they want a, you out, they want you yeah, out. Yeah, they'll, they'll buy you they'll out. They'll buy yeah, you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. He got a show cause, though. He yeah. got a six month show cause. Yeah, so, um, nah, we. It's perfect because nothing's nothing being shown right now anyway. So, um, um, Nah, we we don't unless we don't the really care about unless this. the scandal is you know something to do with unfortunately you know some kind of sexual promiscuous or something of that nature. We really don't we care. Don't care about we this. didn't make no stick about Duke, right? You, you, I'm, I'm you know why you. they got the probation? Because they called recruits too much. Yeah. They called them on the phone too much. It's, I, I'm beginning to think that unless it's, care. <laughs> unless it's one of those situations because I think it. This falls under the category if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So this ain't even cheating though. I, I know, but I'm saying though, they got caught. But it's one of those. I think we're so desensitized to everybody does it. They just happen to get caught that anything more than a, a two year ban yeah. will raise eyebrows at this point. And it also depends on who you are. They in the SEC. They're not gonna get hit that hard. They're just not. Now, if they were doing that and they were Bowling Green, they might have <laughs> got, got some games. You know what I mean? But it just, you know, it's, it's who you are and what conference you in. So, now nah, we, we don't, like I said, unless it's unfortunately, you know, Maryland case where the young man died in practice because he, you know, overheated. Right. Or, you know, it has to be something to the, to the degree of um, Louisville's head coach on the basketball side, you know, you know, they were – Bringing escorts onto the campus and to the games, with it has to be something to that, to that magnitude to catch us and be like, to "Oh, be what's like, going on? How dare you?" But this simple stuff here, because uh, even like uh, um, uh, your boy Oklahoma State Gundy with his, you know, not enough. He got his salary got cut by. <laughs> they didn't say, but it's uh, it was five million dollars. They cut it down to whatever, and now his contract is no longer five years; it's four, four years. Four years, yeah, but. You can also say that's going to happen. It's going to happen anyway because of COVID. Because you're going to have a lower tuition this this this, this next season. You know, overall as overall, a school, you know, people are probably going to be paying a little bit less into into the pot. Howard, though, I mean, no Harvard is still keeping their forty nine million dollar. Yeah, but you can go online though. Listen, I got to have it all. If you get <laughs> if you get a degree that says Harvard, you, that means so something. you're basically paying for the name. name yep. But you've been paying for the name. <laughs> right. So I, I would be curious to see how many student athletes, let's say you can either get along or, you know, whatever the case, I'm will consider going online for the next year to Harvard for 49 G's and be like, I graduated from Harvard. I'm going to tell you what my mom told me. It ain't where you start, it's where you finish. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ain't about to finish at Harvard, I'll try to go somewhere else for a year and then come back and finish at Harvard when it's, it's cheaper. I, I'm, I don't know. If I was a coming in a senior and I was at, um, well, listen, we, we talk about grad school, West Georgia, and I can have a Harvard degree. Well, hey, yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> Harvard, Penn, right. all that stuff's supposed to hold hold, hold weight. weight. So, I don't know. All right, this is DNA Sports Talk. We're gonna take a break. When we come back. We got NASCAR and MLB. Eleven hundred AM is right here. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. 
DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Kids follow your lead. Help them stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. And cover coughs and sneezes. Clean and disinfect the objects you touch often, like your phone, the remote, and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And if you're the one who's sick, stay home. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring, and we care about your family. For more info, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You could say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so once again, 404-603-8770, excuse me, uh, live on Periscope as well as Facebook, talking about college recruiting and improper recruiting like Jeremy said they just didn't put the money in the right hand the booster got a little sloppy with it he didn't you know nah, he just, made them, he just <laughs> hit redial or press send too many times on the, on the cell phone just... <laughs> you ain't cheating you ain't trying um, before we get into NASCAR they still had the um, hot dog king eating contest for Nathan's your boy, disgusting. Joey Chestnut, 75 hot dogs. That's the most disgusting thing that we do. <laughs> I saw a clip of it on Instagram, like the last 30 seconds. Yeah, and I, I was disgusted. <laughs> yeah, I was saying it's the most disgusting. <laughs> Listen, man. You... Oh, he was 33 clear the next person, though. Disgusting. 75 hot dogs. Do he you see how he, ha- how he eats the hot dogs? Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Disgusting. <laughs> no one eats hot dogs like that. Oh, only, Joey Chestnut. Only in America. <laughs> like, only in America. Like we, we, That's his 13th title, so he's the GOAT. Think about no, really. Nobody I, has more titles than him. I, I in wanna, any I wanna I wanna I wanna check on in any sport. I wanna check on the previous winners and see how their health is now after like But he a little guy. You know though. there's a there's a 30 for 30 about 
Joey Chestnut and uh, Kobayashi because they were they were rivals. Yeah, they were rivals. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So you see how they they actually do train for this, which it. is really just I got eat a bunch of stuff one day. Don't eat anything the next day. I got a whole bunch of jokes and none of them appropriate for that. <laughs> well, you the hypocrite saying it. Nah, 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 nah. Player, nope. <laughs> yeah, I'd be suspended for two. I'd probably get more time than Texas A&M. <laughs> I won't be able to come back on air oh, man. for about six so months. You go, uh, since we're talking baseball, you going to make fun of Pablo Sandoval? <laughs> you saw the pictures of him, man. They were going hard on this poor guy. He said he healthy, though. He ready to play. If need be. I was uh, going hard on Trout. On Trout. Um, Trout. Um, don't, be trying to, don't be trying to blame the, uh, the, the, the... His wife having a baby, I want to say, wasn't it? Don't be trying to don't be trying to blame the newborn, the, the about-to-be newborn. He wasn't going to make the playoffs anyway. But he was still going to play the 60 regular season game. He wasn't going to miss him in his point. He wasn't going to miss gonna him. going to be 25 and 35. <laughs> <laughs> really great. With a, with a war. With the best war ever. Best war ever. Exactly. You're going to win MVP again. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, David Price for the Dodgers is electing not to go. Um, that are, I see that affecting the Dodgers. Uh, a solid pitcher like that. Um, I think, I, I think, well, yeah, you, actually, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We were like, Skipper's going to have to be genius on how they <laughs> Like I, Rotations. I, I start my uh, reliever, my re- relief the first inning. Like you only gonna pitch two innings, two innings, two innings, and then bring my starter in on the seventh inning and let him go seventh to the end. I, it's just, especially you'll be playing the back to backs that they're yeah. gonna be. You know, you're gonna have to rely on everybody. Everybody. So you know, your utility players are gonna get a lot of yeah playing time at this point. Then. They talking about COVID. Baseball players seem to be the ones at the highest at risk. Uh, what NBA had a five about five percent. I think WWE is about five percent. Um, I can't remember baseball's percentage. The highest I think so far was NHL. They were almost like ten percent of their players having. Where they guys been at? All over. They're from all over the world. They're from all yeah. over the world though. So, so they're traveling to get back. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, some so. of them have just now been allowed to come back. Right. So, yeah, they bringing it. Right. <laughs> you, you sound like 45 now. <laughs> Calling it the, the C virus. I know. I, I, even say I it, just said they bringing it. That's all, all I said. I, I didn't th- call no country. No. 30, 35 players, 30 NHL players have tested positive since June 8th. Yeah. Well, I guess we need to ban hockey. So you'll be called 45. <laughs> But no, uh, speaking, nah, uh, staying with um, baseball, the Braves had four players, including Freddie Freeman. Who said he's not going to play now? And then Marquecas. Marquecas was Mar-Cacus like, uh, said he ain't playing. After talking, after to, Freddie, talking to Freddie. Dude, Freddie was like, Freddie's sick sick. Right. He was like, I talked to him. I was like, he uh, don't sound good. Yeah. That's what that was like. Oh, Freddie's sick sick. He yeah. just. He didn't just get it in. Uh, he got some problems. No, he. Have some real symptoms, and and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, not to just get off, but in general, so many folks, like a lot, a lot of Americans, even professional athletes, we don't know what's wrong with us. You know, we might think we're healthy, but even for players, they, look at Gobert. He he says he still can't taste or smell. 
can't smell. He still can't smell, right. So I'm just saying for even even professional athletes sometimes, I'm not saying the doctors don't have their best interest, but the doctors all also have their interest in making sure the team gets you out there to play. So with just that being said, they don't have your best interest as an individual at you know in mind. So, <clears throat> you know, who's to say that Freddie Freeman hasn't had some underlying conditions that they've kind of known about, but, you know, they push him and make sure he's out there to play, you know. Because it's not serious. Exactly. At the time. time and now to you now. catch this, and that, that throws everything out of whack. So um, that's what I took from that comments from Marquecas, you know what I mean, saying, man, I ain't playing if I'm talking to him. So it's uh, going to be interesting. Uh, and the Braves came in with a great shot to win it all yeah. because of a young core group and playing as well as they did last in the playoffs. Got some experience with those young guys. Mm-hmm. Decent rotation. So, yeah, yeah. in a 60 game regular season, and you don't know what could happen. They were one of the favorites to yeah. win it. Well, COVID strikes again. But I thought that was interesting, too, that he was like, he was kind of waffling, but after he talked to uh, Freddie Freeman, he was like, nah, I'm not even going to go. So it would be interesting to see how they um, – I know they can't do it, but how they might start restricting guys from talking to one another. You know what I mean? I, I know it's going to be – You can't do that. They're going to put in some NCAA rules. Yep. <laughs> you talk to each other 30 seconds a I week. I mean, listen, <laughs> if – if can't if do it. At the end of the day, listen, if I – you know how, how do you how do you keep the ranks in line? You know what I mean. I, I, I mean, but the the players. I mean, they have already put in the in this agreement that players can opt out and they won't be like penalized. Yeah. So for yeah, so. opting out, so you had you would have had to say from the beginning. No, if you if you opt out, then we can take all your money, money back. Um, also, uh, in MLS. Uh, FC Dallas. So before they um, went down to Orlando, they didn't have anybody test positive. Since they've been down there, 14 of their players and coaches have tested positive. So they're pulling out of MLS altogether. <laughs> Florida, aka COVID 19. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they had been down there. I saw that they were down there since June 27th. No cases till they got down there. And. I really want to know where they They were. couldn't they, they had been in quarantine. Right. But they, they couldn't practice. So how So do how you, do you get 14? And I think this goes back to baseball again. They're so worried about the testing. Like the testing is not consistent. Um I can't remember who the player was, but he said he's been waiting 72 hours and hadn't got his results. So the inconsistency with the test is throwing a lot of them off to where they're like, you know what? I'm just going to back out of this. Again, you're more veteran players. I can see a lot of your veteran players, more veteran players saying, you know what, I'm good. i see y'all next year. Um, hopefully by that time be a vaccine, you know, or, the, you know, mm-hmm. this way of life will be the new norm and we'll be adjusted to it and, and however it goes. Um, it's your, you know, your rookies and your, one, you know, less than five-year guys that going to, they're going to fight through it. They're going to play. Um, and then, you know, your guys that are um, waiting to be called up are going to be sitting right there waiting, you know. Hopefully, in this case, Atlanta, you know, has a pretty decent pipeline from the minor leagues that can call guys up to 
to, to, to fill in where it needs to be. So I, I, I you know, baseball is going to start July 23rd. But they no... shut down major uh, the minor leagues, though. That's fine. So whatever you are expanding yeah, they're, pick, they're picking from a 60-player pool of minor league players yeah. right. to call up. It's not going to be whoever was on their farm, farm system because yeah. they technically don't have That's anybody. There is no. So, so everybody, yeah, everybody pull out of this one pot. That's it. All of them be called up sooner or later. The way these guys are falling off like flies, they're, they're all going to get called up. But again, that's what I was thinking. I was like, how do you not have anyone test positive and then you go down there? Who came? And you got 14. Who like, came? Who, who came with it and didn't know? Well, you, but you I got, mean, you still had to be tested before you got in there. So or, or how again, tested before you got in the plane. Or how battle right. the, the test? Right. Because the tests have been shown, people have been testing, was it false negative? Right. And then turn around and they actually have it, or been testing that they have it, and then turn around again they don't have it. So well, yeah, I mean, you you could test negative three times, but the incubation period, if it's ten to fourteen days, yeah, then yeah, you could you can test negative and then actually still get it. Still, yeah, still be. Uh, speaking Ooh. of which, Jimmy Johnson set out of the Brickyard four hundred after he tested positive. You know, of course, he said the priority is the health and safety of teammates, loved ones, and crew. So they completely set out of the uh, Brickyard 400 up in Indianapolis. And Denny Hamlin, seven laps to go, hit the wall because of a bad Goodyear tire, which sent <laughs> social media into a frenzy about how bad Goodyear, Goodyear. tires are. That ain't, you should go with Firestone. I know, Goodyear. A bad right. Goodyear tire. Yep. That's, if that's not the most 2020 <laughs> statement you have ever said <laughs> this year. I know, I know Goodyear was like, oh, boy. Right, they were like, no, no. Gotta, I mean, gotta have these sales. Yeah, you do. But I mean, it allowed um, Harvard to win the uh, yep. Brickyard 400 and go on to win. But most of the the talk around the Indianapolis 400 is about someone after two weeks deciding to talk about Bubba Wallace and the noose again um, by stating that it was a it was a hoax and. He needed to apologize for Uncle T. It. Yep. Uh, Trump decided to refester everything that was, uh, that I think we had pretty much stopped talking about and had moved past. He late, he late to the party on this one. <laughs> what, what, uh, what, he, what, he's not late to the party. What's the, what's you know what he's doing. What, yeah, well, what's, those, uh, what's the girls from uh, Atlanta Housewives who made the song? Tar- tarty to the party. Tarty to the party. You're a little tarty to the party on this one, Uncle T. Which has, of course, brought everybody back into talking about that and the Confederate flag and everything else. And, of course, NASCAR stuck behind Bubba Wallace. They tweeted out that they stand behind Bubba and his statement back um, to uh, Trump. Yeah. And, of course, then everybody jumped on um, Corey LaJoy, who had the Brickyard 400. His car had uh, Trump 2020 on it. And his owner, um, uh, what's the owner's name? It's Almer something. Hilaire is the uh, owner of the 32 car and had that on the back and uh, it wrecked 16 laps in when they had a serious accident doing um, pit row, which one of the guys was hospitalized. Thankfully, he's okay. That all the talk was about his logo. His logo. Right, <laughs> but I wonder. And now, um, Uncle T, talk about that. 
No, he didn't no. talk about that. I don't feel nothing about racing. The, um, you probably think they go right. <laughs> LaJoy, uh, Corey LaJoy, many people are wondering why he went private on his Twitter account for obvious reasons because he's running a car that has Trump 2020 on it. And I'm sure they want the backlash of constantly being bombarded. But it also goes to show that, I mean, it's not his car. It's the owner's car. The owner is a um, Trump supporter and said that he would, you know, can do everything to try and elect Trump for his second turn and everything. So at what point does you're a driver of a car that you don't have control over What's your decision as to whether you continue to drive under that or not? I mean, is that a, is it seen as an admission of you are supporting this? Because the car will go on to have the same decal for the next eight races. Eight, uh, next eight races. I mean, to a degree, yes. I think every everything on your car, you at some point are basically acknowledging. Every, every every sponsor on your car it's you, all over the car it's on the back it's on the side it's on the hood yeah it's gonna be over like the top. it was as if that was the only sponsor yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean at the end of the day you know what you can't work for a cigarette company and talking about you against cancer so he so he has to stop driving yeah or, or at least say I'm leaving until this is changed or whatever. But, I mean, the owner's like, well, I'll put somebody else yeah, in your position. Yeah, I mean, he he's going to have a – if he wants to make that sacrifice, his sacrifice is going to hurt. The sacrifice going to hurt. You know, you don't, every sacrifice you make doesn't mean, you know, it's, a, it's an easy one. I mean, NASCAR is catching it right now for their particular stances that they're making. So why should it be different for the driver if he, if he decides to do so? Now – I don't even know, and this all depends on the contract. Is the driver allowed to even come out and come out like, of contract? Oh no, is he allowed to even say publicly, like you know what? That's the owner's doing. That's not my personal right. feelings or whatever. You know, it, it, does he have to <clears throat> make himself known as far as what political party he's affiliated with? Mm-hmm. Um, and if he does, is there a backlash to that? Know, to that? <clears throat> excuse me, to to that. So it's a slippery slope, you know, but. We live in an age where it doesn't matter. We're not going to figure out what that slippery slope is. <laughs> he rides in that car. You just and crucify pe- like And people don't like whatever. it. They gonna or cru- you all aboard and say, yeah, yeah you yeah, one of yeah. us. We we are so polarized now. Is you either in one camp or you're in the other camp. It ain't no thought process of how this works and whatnot. So um, that's the decision. Obviously, if he's taking his social media stuff down because he doesn't want to hit a well, headache. Well, he's going private. So he's going private. Follow, he yeah. you, you can't get in. That, right. that tells you. A lot right there. Now it doesn't tell you which way he stands. It, right. yeah. it just tells you. Know. It just tells you he's not interested in having the, the discussion. Or maybe not right now, mm-hmm. because but, I don't. You know, until yesterday, he wasn't a you know a known driver or anything. Well, I want to, of course, in NASCAR, like all drivers, he comes from the racing family. His grandfather and his dad both race. I want to say they said his. His dad won two Bush series, or is his granddad one of them? So you know he has a the background in racing, some pedigree in racing. So with maybe that decision helps in either staying with this particular car and this uh, owner, or you leave for you know whatever reason. I tell you one thing it does for NASCAR though. I mean we just I just I just tweeted out an article. They were number one on the ratings this weekend. Right. So 
Even though somebody else said they weren't. Bad publicity is good, you know what I mean? So they, they've been the only consistent sport. Yeah. Throughout this pandemic. Yeah. So um because I don't need I don't need crowds to, to race. I just need the pit crew to call and drive. Yeah. And and, and, and not to rain. <laughs> <laughs> um just so, need some good weather. Um so yeah, it's 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 going. It's interesting. I, I I won't say I feel for him. I just say you know. I I will say, he he doesn't need to necessarily have to, to explain. You know, he's driving the car and this is the owner's car. You know, that's what the owner wants to have on there. You, you drive it. Right. But if he gets asked those questions, is it is it better or worse for him to? Tell the people like talk it, to the team owner. It don't matter. I can't answer. Unfor- for that. It don't unfortunately, matter. unfortunately, in a polarized society right now, it don't matter. So is, so is it is it bad either way? Yeah. I I I think I think it's a bad question, and I will say like you know, out of all the questions you could ask of what's going on as far as the driving, why you wrecked and all that kind of stuff, to be like, well, you know, why you know why are you driving a car that has a hashtag. Someone's gonna ask. Someone's gonna ask. Someone's gonna ask. But it's a bad question, though. It doesn't. It doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't get you any any insight on why the car, why the guy wrecked. It don't give you no insight on anything as far as what's going on for the. The only question at this point is going to be, why are you still in that car when everything else that's surrounding that administration, everything is racist. Well then, I'll be honest with you. So I'll be honest with you. The question. There, are, there are eight more opportunities because he's going to race in this paint yeah, scheme eight, at least eight, eight more times. So you know so. what? I, I think you're right. The question, his response should be, talk to the owner. I just, I just drive. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to. Uh, <laughs> you shut up and drive. I, yeah, instead of show, play records. Shut up and drive. I just drive. <laughs> All I do is drive. I, 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 I don't. You know. Hey, at at I just some drive point, here, he's going to answer. I just drive here. <laughs> and and to, to that point, I think if he says that to kind of, I mean, let's be honest, this is a deflection. Yeah. Right, wrong, and it's, it's a deflection. To do that is going to be like, oh, well, you're automatically a supporter. Yeah. Regardless of how he really feels, yeah. you're automatically going to be lumped into that category. Now, I'm sure at some point someone will go back and revisit and make see if his crew was among those who supported Bubba Wallace and walked down uh, at Talladega and asked that question. You're seen here, or your crew, your you a driver, yeah. you're one of the ones that was supporting him. How do you feel being behind this car and this decal that's on there when you shown this support? Yeah, and listen. He's putting he's putting in a tough situation. By an owner, by the owner, by the owner, right? But the owner don't care. No, owner, he don't. Owner, don't care. owner has money invested in what he believes in, and he's he's putting it. This, at the end of the day, no matter I put it this way, no matter how you may feel about a particular candidate, it is still their right to support that candidate. Yeah. So we still live in a in a society in which democracy means something. It's dwindling away a whole lot. The don't republic. You know the rep- yeah the republic. So, but <laughs> you know, I I just I don't think that's as far as a reporter. I don't think that's the fight that needs to happen. The fight that's happening for NASCAR, for NASCAR right that. now, is the Confederate flag and all that kind of stuff. The fight doesn't need to be who 
most of the owners probably actually do support, yeah. whether they're saying it publicly or privately or, or whatever. But at least at the end of the day, there's certain things that they're not allowing. It and we can, Which is we interesting, even, even so, it's interesting that the owner would even do this. Considering what just took place with the Confederate flag and NASCAR, well, that tells you about the owner. That tells you about the owner. I know, but I'm saying it's interesting that he would put himself out there and his driver on front seat, knowing the climate that yeah. has already taken place in NASCAR over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's to throw cars to the wind and be like, I'm gonna be, you know, out here out front. I'm, I'm not. Regardless to how yeah. you feel about it, whether you for it or against it, this is his way of saying. Maybe to some degree, I disagree with y'all trying to do with the Confederate flag, it but I, this is how I can voice my this is how I can voice my opinion. And I put the noose in the no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you said <send> hate mail. <laughs> you press the D and DNA, it'll come up with all his info. <laughs> oh, PGA! Before we get out of here, your boy Bryson DeChambeau out here bombing things, three hundred plus yards. First time a winner, uh, he went 23 under to win the um, Rocket uh, Mortgage Classic, went 23 under to win. And first time he was um, first in putting and uh, greens and regulations, everything to win a particular tournament. So congratulations to him. He's starting to, to me personally, um, play the game like Tiger did when he first started. Right, just about I don't care you. how far I hit it. I mean, I don't care where it goes. If I could bomb it 300 yards, regardless to where it is, I'm a wedge, you know, into my second shot. And now with that ability to, even on par five, he's having like stupid, like an eight iron in on a second shot, which allows him to be a little closer to the hole. And there are more eagles and tap in birdies, which is where Tiger back in the day when he was making his uh, great run, those par fives. Were par threes for him. Right. Par four. Right. Yeah. yeah, he was uh, a master at those. And that helps because, you know, sometimes a three or four, you might, you know, make a bogey here and there. But playing those par fives to where you're always putting for eagle and, you know, tap in birdies helps you win tournaments. So it seems like he is emulating that right what's now. The, what's the toll on the body, though? The, well, he's the, beefed up, which is one yeah, of the things. Yeah, that's why, yeah. And he's gotten a lot bigger. And as long as he's not doing what Tiger, Tiger's doing Navy SEAL training on his body. Doesn't seem like DeShambo is doing that. He's just, you know, more lifting weights. And uh, his diet, of course, has changed. So I don't think it'll be that much of a tool. But the way he is swinging with that torque, everybody's different. So... This is one of those things we'll have to see, see down, the line. down the line and maybe a year from now how it has really affected him or if it does at all. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, once again, he won the Rocket Mortgage Challenge. Now, next week, they'll be at Jack's Tournament the Memorial because of everything that's going on with COVID-19. They will not have spectators. This is going to be the first PGA Tour event to have spectators. With the spike. Spike across everywhere, not just Florida. Yeah, yeah. But everywhere has made the decision not to have any spectators there. So it looks like going forward, we won't have spectators for a while. At all. A, lot, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of sports. Because games. everybody's looking at the memorial as the, the the guinea pig as to, okay, how are they going to do it, how, the amount of spectators, how they have them placed, how you can do social distancing. But now it's going to be a while before we have spectators. And 
I don't mind. Better safe than sorry. I don't know. Yeah. You don't. You don't want to be on the news. They were saying, well, we can trace back twenty percent of these cases that just popped up to this based location. From, from yeah. I.e. the TBT tournament that is taking place, bringing back live basketball. You can't tell me the NBA isn't watching how things are going with them being in a bubble and seeing how what work what, what works work. and what doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And I think that I think after this, the tournament's over. What this coming week? It's seven days, ten days. I think all that data and research will be sent to the NBA because then that will give them another ten days to decide. And I think there'll still be a decision whether to continue to have the season or not or make some adjustments. Push it back again some, yeah. some time. So we'll see at that point. Uh, make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. Give me that Bobby Bonilla contract. 1.4. I said it was 1.9. 1.19, I think. 1.1? Yeah. It don't matter. 1.7. One we want <laughs> it. A million. <laughs> a million, million, not right. million. <laughs>